I think that our ancient mystical wisdom really does have the instructions for living. Yeah. I believe it exists. And I believe that it, I mean, it changed my life when I discovered it because mm -hmm. until then the world seemed very confusing and the colors had been drained gray by the time I finally found this wisdom. Mm. And once I found it, the world became a vibrant place again. Nice. It, it, yeah. it totally changed. And I feel what changed is just the element of gratitude. Understanding, I feel what I've, from my understanding, that's our purpose for being here, to experience this world in gratitude. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever and wherever you are watching or listening, this is The Holistic Monitor, and I'm your host, Nick Sconia. The Holistic Monitor is a wellness podcast featuring life energy research, health and wellness transformation, self-improvement and empowerment, philosophy, spirituality, and now guest interviews as well. We look forward to your comments on our YouTube channel, at Holistic Monitor, and you can also listen on the go with us at Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and more. And with that, let's get today's show started. So, Braca Getz? Yes, you got it. You are an author of 41-plus uh, books. Yes. Many of them um, children's books. Right. And uh, you also have one that helps uh, with... Uh, Food addiction for adults, is that correct? Yes, that's the okay. only book for adults, right? How about that? Yeah. Is that a newer book? Yes. Okay. So uh, what first inspired you to begin writing? Oh, well, I was writing since I was a child. Hmm. Very, very young. I, I remember that there was like this um, parent... Um, conference or something in elementary school and they read my poem and uh -huh. it, it was about how when you read a book you can go anywhere you can travel around the world you can go back in time forward in time a book can take you any place so I think that was kind of foreshadowing you know even what a child is doing it shows where they're going to be going so yeah yeah <laughs> excellent excellent and that was your initial inspiration was this uh uh poem being read at school was it books school? books were my inspiration they just oh, okay. that's how i felt about them you could yeah. just like go any place so i'm i'm kind of stuck in that place like i love writing picture books those are my mm. favorite books children's books okay yeah now do you do the artistry as well or no and okay. i do I do like to draw, and I draw interesting creatures, kind of like Dr. Seuss. Hmm. Um, but I've never felt that my pictures were good enough to illustrate my own book. So, so right. far, um, the publishing companies have hired illustrators to do my books. Okay, yeah. Um, and so when so you've been doing that your whole life, writing? 
Yeah, I guess you could, since I started writing, since I was like in third grade or something, I think I've been writing, you know? Okay. I I, I would have never thought that I I would get so into it, but I I do love it so much. Yeah. Right. And do you feel like because you started writing at such a a young age that you have a kind of uh, an ability to fixate, to write for young readers yeah yeah i like that you said fixate you know i <laughs> i i i don't know why i'm telling you this is really it i'm i'm saying i identify as a six-year-old boy okay. i don't know i'm like in that head when i write my books right. i'm this six-year-old boy sometimes i walk around and feel that way too you know um yeah i just relate to the world with such wonder and curiosity and i mean that part hasn't changed yeah yeah Yeah. that was a good time six years old (laughs) absolutely for for lots of people you know there were people that didn't have happy childhoods but yes in general it it, it was a wonderful time for me yeah 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 good time to be six that's for sure pretty much you know until the teenage years (laughs) yeah that's when things got hard yeah that's that's when my memory yeah. What would you say? What would you say? It, got, it gets really wiry, you know. Yes. Everything yeah. changes. So yeah. like my memoir starts then. Hmm. My memoir, um, the the only book I wrote for adults, it starts as I'm becoming 12. Hmm. And I just had finished reading The Diary of Anne Frank, which oh. got me to want to start making my own diary. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I reread Diary of Anne Frank last week for wow. the first time since I was like turning 12. Oh, my gosh. It was such an experience to read it. Yeah. And also when I read it, I felt like, oh, my goodness, there is so much in my memoir that comes from the Diary of Anne Frank, which I didn't realize ah. I was putting into my book. I had no idea. Now right. reading it all these years later, oh, my goodness. I, I, and I believe, you know, like I, it could be like my soul kind of came from her soul. I believe mm. that mm-hmm. it's very possible because a lot of the you know, the children that died so early during the Holocaust, um, you know, we, we believe that they were reincarnated in other souls, like my soul, hmm. that was a soul that was searching so much for spiritual nourishment. I I didn't have a spiritual upbringing, and I was searching for that. Hmm. So, so much when I, when I reread Anne Frank last week, it was an extremely powerful experience for me yeah. and i felt like our souls connected so deeply who knows how right. i you know because you know i do think that that's a possibility so many souls that live such short lives during the holocaust were cut off and yeah 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 definitely did so you read that and uh when you were 12 yeah, just before turning 12. Okay. So that inspired me to start my diary, which right. became my journal when I got older. Okay. And the memoir is like a combination of my diaries, my journals, letters I wrote, and then I filled in the missing pieces that weren't there. So like it's yeah. highlights that, that show the journey of developing food addictions and then healing from them. Mm. 
and um, it's kind of a psychological mystery. Because uh, hmm. in the end of the book, I finally understand what did, why when I was finally able to nourish my hungry soul, why did that help me to heal from the food addictions? And so mm. it becomes clear. Right, right. Well, kind of coming from a place of unknown and then seeing the light and having uh, a certain types of addictions kind of not have a place in that new life. Is that... Yes, and, and that addiction, like. addiction, it, it comes from having an emptiness inside of us, and we're trying to fill it. The more desperate we are, the more we try to fill it with externalities. And mm -hmm. of course, these physical things can't fill that hole because it's not a physical hole, it's a spiritual hole. So right. the hole gets deeper and deeper as we get more and more in, into active addiction right. it, 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 it doesn't because really what we are craving so deeply is the spiritual nourishment yeah 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 in in being in that addiction um that cratering you know that hole that's created um so much more trauma can be created within that space while swirling around that hole you know of addiction <laughs> Uh, things you would never do, things yes. that would never have happened to you, um, the attraction of certain energies that are, you know, uh, would not necessarily have been there uh, yes. prior to the addiction. And yes. because of the addiction, th the life is transformed in such a way uh, that instead of it just being a simple, you know, one issue fix, uh, it, it becomes a multi-stage, confusing, convoluted place in the swirling vortex of that trauma yes um <clears throat> making it more challenging just to you know just to make to tread water even you know yes for a lot of people it can feel like they're you know doing a lot and getting nowhere you know <laughs> yes uh, that's, that's so true yeah and that's why they say um you, you know as as humans we typically have to be pushed into a corner before we act uh you know on our life instead of just you know observing and acting as needed we typically have to be at the bottom or in a corner where we can't escape and then we look for an out we look for a way to fix or change yes. the uh the paradigm that we're in yes exactly mm. lost in that prison the prison gets smaller and smaller and smaller yeah what uh is there a specific theme that you have with uh it's 41 books for kids, correct? Yes. 41. That's, that's amazing. That's an amazing achievement. That's really great. Grateful for that. It, yeah. it, it's, I, I say that all my books help children's souls to shine. That's mm. what they have in common. Now, some of the books are really spiritual, but other books, they deal with public health because if our, if our bodies are not healthy, it's really hard for our souls to be able to shine fully. So right. like I have books about swimming safely. I have books mm. about the prevention of abuse. Yeah. Because again, if a child experiences abuse, it's so much harder for their soul to be able to shine. Right. Um, I have books about teaching sensitivity to disabilities. 
because children mm. with disabilities are usually the loneliest children. Oh, yeah. How to interact, basic guidelines, which children love getting. And um, let's see, what's another one? Oh, let's stay healthy is about eating healthy, exercising. Why? Like mm -hmm. when I was at Harvard, I... Even as an undergraduate, I was taking courses at the Graduate School of Public Health and at Harvard Medical School because I was fascinated with why. I want to be mm. able to explain to children right. in, a, in a public way, why is it important to eat healthy? Why is it important for our bodies to move? Why, why good hygiene? Why, right. why sleep? Why is sleep important? So I... I, I take kind of complex topics and I explain them in the simplest, most joyful way possible. That's, that's what all my books have in common. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the why is, is a, I used to joke and say that there are, there are no whys. Whys get laughed at by the angels. Huh. <laughs> Ask a why and you'll never get an answer, you know. <laughs> what you, I'm not sure what you mean. Well, because it's, it's like uh, why is the source, you know, oh. and to know the source is to know, I mean, depending on how high you want to go, but, uh, you know, to know the source is to know the source of all things. Yes. Uh, to know the why of a problem is to cure it, to fix it. Yes. So it eliminates... It nullifies whatever power that thing has over you once you find the why. So, it, you know. Yes, in, it yeah. nullifies the power. Right. My my newest book is called, I'm holding this up, don't read this book. This book <laughs> is about how to take away that power, how to nullify mm. the power of the voice inside our heads. See, see I feel... If we can teach young children the skills of how to live a joyful life early on, they won't have to play catch up like the rest of us, you know, and children can get it. Yeah. They, they are yearning to know these basic guidelines in life. So right. how there's, we all have that voice in our head, getting us to do the wrong things, you know, I mean, this is what's going on. So we can, when we, recognize that voice we take away its power it like it's like the wicked witch of the west it loses mm -hmm. its power immediately it like melts right. you go oh right. my gosh it's you <laughs> talking you know yeah right away just by recognizing it it melts away it runs out the back door you know yeah. because that's it like the voice is trying to get us to Focus on what we're lacking. What are you missing? Always focus on that. Yeah. And if we say, oh, that's you again. Hi, voice. <laughs> I'm going to focus on what I have. Like, right. I'm going to focus on all the blessings that are in my life right this minute. It loses its power. Or it says, just have one little piece of cake. No big deal. One little piece of cake. And you go. And you use that ability and you say, okay, I don't want to get up this morning, but I'm just going to stretch a little bit. I'm just going to stretch a little. You use the same techniques. You get what the voice is doing and you use it. I'm just going to do this a little. <laughs> like instead of doing that, I'm just going to turn on music and 
dance around a little. It changes everything. You, um, you, 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 you nullify its power. And, and, and what I, this book, I say, this book took me 30 years to write. Wow. Because I didn't have all the pieces of wisdom until the end. The last piece I was missing was that the voice, it actually doesn't want you to listen to it. Right. It wants you to push it away and, and develop your gratitude muscles. And, and, and it's also there to help you. It's there yeah. to help you become, you get that, you, you know, all the, this is it. This is, these are like such important wisdoms in life, which if we can explain it to children in a joyful, simple way, yeah, it's a whole different life. Yeah, definitely. And that's something, you know, you see that in a lot of books that are, it's done in like tale and in myth and things like that, where, you know, the story is being told and there's a moral at the end. Um, but it gets, it gets uh, obscured by the story itself a lot of times. Yeah. Um, you know, in life, I remember, I don't know what age I was, but I, I was in that position of yearning for that, um, you know, the book of instructions on how to live, you know, yes. <laughs> there, <isn't Yes>. one. <laughs> there really well. isn't one. I mean, there's, there's certain guidelines written down in, in ancient scripts and all that, but, um, what I was looking for was basically like, what, what's going on here? And what's my best way to work with this world, you know? Yes. And there are so many nooks and crannies in that kind of um, little statement. You know, that book would be ginormous, you know, of course. Um, so we put it through in stories and in tales so that we have something to reference to at an appropriate age for, you know, someone to hear and listen and say, oh, you know, this is why we... Make sure that the dog goes out because it makes a mess on the floor or something like that. You know, whatever, whatever the lesson might be, you know, basic stuff of taking care of responsibilities. But in that in that capturing of the uh, the source of the uh, dilemma, the why, um, it seems like you could do a lot with that in books. Yeah, you know? I, I, I'm. I think that. Our ancient mystical wisdom really does have the instructions for living. Yeah. I believe it exists. And I believe that it, I mean, it changed my life when I discovered it. Because mm -hmm. until then, the world seemed very confusing. And the colors had been drained gray by the time I finally found this wisdom mm. and once i found it the world became a vibrant place again nice. it, it, yeah. it totally changed and i feel what changed is just the element of gratitude understanding i feel what i've from my understanding that's our purpose for being here to experience this world in gratitude mm. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, there's a lot of um, lore in the. I, I want to say it's the Hopi that hold the um, the word of mouth oral tradition uh, that they say goes back very, very far. And um, the destruction of the previous worlds were destroyed because mankind um, became 
too civilized as one <laughs> has separated themselves from the creator um, in such a way that they stopped being grateful mm. and um, you know stopped the uh, observances and things that would make uh, all creation happy if you want to look at it that way or the mm -hmm. creator happy um, and so therefore the creation rose up and you know reprimanded the populace by destroying the four worlds prior to this one hmm. um, so you, you hear a lot of that um, do this or there may be there may be a repercussion um, and I know in our world today there's not a lot of focus on uh, earth care you know about caring about your space that you live in and um, you know the air we breathe the water we drink very basic things that were very reliable um, back in the ancient days you know and not even that too far back you could you could reliably go to a stream and if it was clear of you know jardia or something like that you could probably drink from it yes you know the the clear the clear water uh, was a lot easier to find the clean water the air yeah. was likely you know likely clean <laughs> um, unless it was polluted by you know forest uh, fires or something like that or uh, volcanic ash or something but Typically, I know in Zoroastrianism, they have a whole lot of this opposition between good air and bad air and good water and bad water. There's a lot of uh, lessons and uh, morals that can be taught about, you know, well, what do you want? Every, everybody wants good water. Um, everybody wants good air to breathe, you know. Uh, do you address uh, climate or um, taking care of the earth? Is that any one of the books? Is that any part of it? Yes, it hasn't come out yet, but I've written it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> about our beautiful world. Yeah. And that that's what we're here to take care of it. And and it, again, that all goes back to gratitude. When when we really appreciate this incredible garden we were given. Right. With the amazing oceans and seas yeah. and the worlds that live in them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There are so many gifts. And what one thing that I learned that changed my life, it's called the pleasure ladder. Hmm. I, I, I have a basic chart here. The pleasure ladder has has five rungs on it, which it it corresponds to the five levels of the human soul. Hmm. And it also corresponds to our five fingers, you know, yeah. because we have the potential to bring pleasure, to bring joy into our lives at any moment. This is what changed. A lot of, a lot of food addictions have to do with a sense of a loss of control and trying mm -hmm. to gain control. Um, there's like people go on lots of diets and it's, it's all, it doesn't work. Like 97% of the time, these diets don't work because it's like restriction and restriction can't last that long because really to replace a bad habit, we have to pour in the joy, bring in even greater joys than what we're experiencing. So, so that the pleasure that has to do with the lowest level are all the physical pleasures, all mm. the basic like 
the natural pleasures like an orange, you know, like being in nature, like movement, music, um, all these things are natural pleasures created for us to enjoy in gratitude. Like, like if we just take an orange, yeah, it's, 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 you know, all the fruit, they're green. They're hidden in the leaves. They're camouflaged until they're ready. And they're, we're ready. They become so bright and beautiful when they're ready, you know, and, and then they, individually packaged in this peel that keeps the sweet juiciness in for months, you know? Mm -hmm. And then inside are the seeds of infinity. They, they become infinite trees and infinite more oranges. And so these are made with infinite wisdom, infinite loving kindness. And you compare this to um, an orange flavored tangy taffy where even even the wrapper pollutes the environment, you know. So this is made the opposite of like junk food is like um, designed to be delicious and addictive. And the, these natural foods are designed to be delicious and nutritious to 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 nourish us both physically and spiritually to fill us with gratitude. Right. So that's. That's the lowest level. And then next comes love. And love, it, it sounds like it's dependent on somebody else. But really, it's us appreciating other people. What do we value about someone else? That's love. So even in prison, a person can experience love by focusing on the virtues of someone. Like a grandmother that once did a kindness for them. And then higher than that what brings even more connection is meaning doing something good positive and meaningful in the world higher than that is creativity when we're in the zone of creativity we don't feel like eating or sleeping it's such a high and it's it's putting a unique part of ourselves into the world and the highest is transcendence which that's the unity the sense of oneness the recognition that we're all connected to source energy and we're all connected to each other. And it's transcending our own limitations, making that first crack in an addiction, becoming more of who we are, you know, our new selves. So these, this helps me to recognize abundance because addiction comes from a sense of scarcity. There's not enough pleasure in my life. So I better keep stuffing my face right now with what's right. giving me immediate pleasure. And this shows us that we have the ability to bring in infinite abundance of pleasures into our lives at any moment. It's, it's totally mind expanding um, to recognize this and it's what changed my life. So I enjoy sharing it with other yeah. people. Absolutely. And uh, do you, um, do you impart that in the books? Yeah. So okay. actually now I've another book that I wrote that hasn't been published yet, but we're working on <laughs> is about the pleasure ladder. But in my memoir, I talk about it and how it, it affected my life, how my life went in a whole different direction when I learned how to nourish my hungry soul yeah. in a real way. Yes. 
What uh, what age did you come upon that? Um, I was twenty two. Okay, all right. So you had to get out of the uh, the, the teenage years, and <laughs> I was lucky. I mean, I was yeah. so lucky that I got it. But it, you know, it could happen yeah. at any age when right. It, when it's Absolutely. the right time for the wisdom to come into your life. So that's yeah. why I share it now with the youngest people. I try to, I write the books that I wished I had as a child. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah, that's fantastic. Absolutely. <laughs> and do you, uh, how long, when, when, when did you first produce a book? What was your uh, first published book? My children were little children and I was sitting outside with them in the playground and I started writing something. I was in Israel. Hmm. I put it in an envelope. I hand wrote it. I mailed it to America. Hmm. And six weeks later, I got back, um, you know, from a publisher that it was accepted. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So that was it. I said, this is how you write a picture book. I could do <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. So I kept going. And now, now I have grandchildren, you know. So these little people have grown up. And now I'm... I get my ideas from my own grandchildren and it just keeps going. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. How about that? You just wrote it in and they said, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And and they worked with, they worked with an illustrator then. Yeah. It was so different in those days. You know, I didn't really see the illustrations as they were happening. Now I'm completely involved in giving feedback all along the way. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, okay. which That's I great. love doing. I love being yeah. a part of the process. Absolutely. And do you, um, so you say uh, in Israel, um, do you go there often? Yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm transitioning to living there again. Mm. I, I first met my husband there and we began our marriage there. And now as the children, they're off, they've started their own wonderful lives. And now we're returning back. Okay. That's great. That's great. Um, and do you, with your, um, this, the latter, was this something that you got from a specific source? Yes. Um, I'm so glad you asked. uh, Yeah. There was a rabbi who, who taught this and it's also Rabbi Noah Weinberg. He's no longer alive. And it's also based on ancient mystical writings. Um, Mm. it's, it's in a book, um, it, it combines about the five levels of the soul is in a book called The Way of God. And um, The Path of the Just is another mm. book that talks about this, the purpose of life, that our purpose. Because what I didn't say also is there's only one price to pay to get on each rung of the pleasure ladder. Mm. And that is gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude, exactly. <laughs> And it's all, this is Kabbalistic teachings. If you've heard of the Kabbalah, this is all based on um, Kabbalistic teachings that, that this world was created to give us pleasure. Hmm. And our whole purpose for being here is to experience it in gratitude. Now there are challenges for sure. Everybody's got challenges. But all of that, too, is for our ultimate benefit. I mean, even when it doesn't feel like it when it's happening, but in the ultimate plan, and for sure the Holocaust, that doesn't feel like it's being done with gratitude. Of course it didn't feel that way. So there's so much tragedy that goes on, but we can't see the entire picture. Like a whole bunch of people like me 
started searching for their heritage. Why? I graduated from Harvard. I went on to medical school. Why did I have this strong need to find this my spiritual heritage, which, which was lost? So all of this, there's people writing about it now that why did people like me go back searching? Are we souls that you know, came from the time of the Holocaust that mm. were cut off. And, and it, there's, hard, there's hardly a way to explain. It looked like my life was a big success. And yet I went on a whole different spiritual path, which was a desperate searching that I could not find joy until I found my heritage. Wow. Yeah, that's great. And for, for uh, having um, gratitude, um, we could use other words for that so that it's widely understood as to what that means. It's a great key. It's a fantastic key to open a lot of doors. Um, and in your, in your ladder, it's a great way to, to step forward or up. Um, and, and Kabbalah has a lot to do with uh, body parts being ways of remembering, uh, remembering or memorizing different um, aspects like that. Like you said, the hand, uh, each of the fingers will represent a step or a stage. And this is way, a way that you can pass down the knowledge to the next person with an easy reference, you know. Uh, and they'll give, uh, they'll give the fingers a different planet and a different, uh, different energy to each finger so that you kind of know what you're supposed to embody on that step to help yourself in that step to attain those things. And then the key is that uh, knowing where it's all coming from. I think that's the key right there. Yes, <laughs> yes. The why, right? The gratitude. Yes. Having gratitude and, and uh, being grateful and giving thanks. It's a very powerful thing. Um, you know, we have the Thanksgiving here, which is uh, probably not really well understood. Uh, you know, for a lot of people, they're not really sure why they have Thanksgiving. They think it has something to do with the settlers in America, this whole thing. But there's such a powerful thing to uh, coming together and being grateful uh, and having gratitude for other people's presence um, by giving, uh, which is interesting that you're, you're giving thanks, but you're also potentially giving sustenance and food and things like that as well. Yes. Um, and that everybody can be very grateful for community. And I think that that's like a, a really good step for a lot of people is to yes. be very uh, grateful to have people around them that support them in their endeavors. Um, and it's a reciprocal. It has to go both ways, you know. Exactly. Um, Each level here takes you out of yourself. When you're in an addiction, you're wrapped up in yourself. Here you're connecting to a, a natural physical thing, mm -hmm. to another person with love, to the community, like you said. You're, you're reaching out. You're giving back to the world in gratitude, doing right. something meaningful. These are all ways to, to, to widen the circle and feel a greater and greater connection. Take us out of ourselves open the prison because the yeah. prison is our thoughts you know right. and we, and we can we have the keys to get out of the prison that's the difference yeah yes. yeah absolutely and a lot of uh um turn of the last century the early 1900s there's a lot of uh, 
Kabbalah uh, infused with tarot cards, or maybe that was already infused way prior to the 1900s, but um, there's an image that uh, I always reference when I'm talking about uh, physical um, restrictions that people have. And that's the, the image of the, the devil. And he has chains down to two, a male and a female, an Adam and an Eve. And they have uh, neck collars on, but they're loose. And they have, you know, ankle chains, but they're loose. It's to say that the, that the person creates these chains and leaves them on of their own free will. It's their own imprisonment uh, that they do have the power with the will to overcome the burden of the physical and free themselves to move beyond that, uh, you know, that restriction, yes. whatever it might be. So it's a really powerful metaphorical visual uh, uh, symbol. Yes. That the and chains it, are loose. Exactly. And it's amazing how much gratitude can free us. It's, yeah. it's, it's absolutely transformative because any moment that we spend in gratitude, we're not miserable. Right. It, Every moment is a victory. It's a celebration. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can't you can't imprison somebody that's grateful. That's right. They're always free, right? <laughs> no matter where or what. But uh, do you um, do you practice Kabbalah? I practice. I don't know how to say it. It's hard all, to say practice. <laughs> all my practices all day long. All right. Are in. They're all about gratitude. From the minute I wake up till I go to sleep at night, the first thing we say, it's guidelines that I follow. And the first word out of our mouth in the morning is modeh, which is thank you. Mm. Thank you for returning my soul to me for another day of life. Those are Mm. the first words. And when we open our eyes and sit up in bed and it goes on all day long, before we eat, yeah, before we eat, after we eat, you would, we even have a practice after going to the bathroom. We say a blessing thanking that all the tubes in our bodies are working <laughs> right. We're yeah. not taking it for granted. <laughs> right. It changes. Right. And you know what? We could say these things by rote. Even though we have the practices, we could not utilize them fully. We could just be starting to mumble, and that happens sometimes. But when we do use them fully, when yeah. we experience that gratitude, that's transcendence that takes place. Right? Standing yeah. outside of a bathroom, you have a transcendental experience. Yeah. So that's, that? <laughs> that's practicing Kabbalah. Kabbalah yeah. means receiving. Mm-hmm. It's receiving. It's receiving the wisdom, but it's receiving all all these gifts receiving everything in gratitude yeah yeah that's great receiving yeah fantastic yeah it's not something you really practice aside from living and being an embodiment of it yes exactly yeah, it's a cool system so exactly very cool yeah now with that um you basically have like a, a set what's to say it's a a mantra uh, a set approach to every moment of the day. It's almost like a, 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 um, a meditation. Like a meditation, you know. exactly. And I wouldn't say every moment, but it, it could be. 
Yeah, well. If, you know, if my focus <laughs> could be like that, right. yes, I could be in a state of awe and bliss every moment, but that's not how I'm living. But, but it does involve actually using your body to connect with the spiritual. There's so much interaction between the material world and our spiritual world through all these guidelines that that I am I'm following each day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you um, do you you're, you're looking to move back to Israel? Yeah. Um, would you need to hook up with other people in the community? Um, is it is it beneficial for you to have a community that um, does the work is grateful? Um, do you find yourself uh, in amongst people that aren't that way and you're finding yourself in a good position to help extend the uh, information? Is it's, it something that you share? I guess we call it evangelize or is it something that you put out there to try and help other people along the way? Or is it more comfortable to be around others that are already in that that headspace or zone? Great question. Wonderful question. I am drawn to live in a community of people that live with this type of understanding of gratitude. And I spend time every day writing or giving presentations to share with other people that might not be as familiar with this. So I live in a community, both in Israel and here in the States, that of people that have all discovered or have been learning about this yeah. and and I, I i love to share it with people that might not be as familiar with it yeah yeah uh, it's you know when when you're alone light on the mountain um you know without a lot of support it can be very yes. difficult to maintain the the light maintain the power of that light yes uh, when others aren't also actively working on themselves Yes. Um, and I, I've just wondered if that was something that was a necessary part for yourself to have a community, which it, you know, definitely seems to be yes. power in numbers um, that you then have somebody to go to when you're working with other people that aren't on that path or on that uh, yes. approach to life. Yes. That you have somebody to go to to say, oh, the day to day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. Because, yeah. because um, um, when I was suffering and felt so alone in the world. I, I, I was so much people, so many people I was hanging around with were very cynical about life. Right. And to reconnect with people that were idealistic like me, that were hopeful, that um, it was such a joy for me to find those kind of people again. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that's what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, so I tend to love to be with people like that and, and, but continue to spread the skills of how to live joyfully because I feel there's, there's so much knowledge in this world, but not so much wisdom. Right. And, 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 and that's what we, need to spread so much more because there could be tons more joy there's there's widespread addictions widespread depression anxiety and so much of it 
is unnecessary. We can really right. help people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hit the subject a lot on this show. Um, we delve into the changing of the age of, you know, the, the coming age of Aquarius or whatever. Yay, Aquarius. Yeah, we hit a lot of that, right? Um, and it doesn't say that there's guidelines again. It's there's just the same kind of thing, whereas before it was religion uh, with Pisces and now uh, we're moving into it being a knowledge and information, information age, right? Uh, it doesn't come with that the guidelines of wisdom it just comes unfettered and and if you look mm -hmm. at the internet it's a perfect example of yes this um here you go <laughs> eat whatever you want on the plate <laughs> you know and if you don't have the wisdom you might eat everything on that plate yes and that can be very detrimental and i i see it i see it all the time i see it all the time so much movement currently in this day and age of people that are watching lots of videos and um they're feeling things. They're gaining knowledge, uh, but I feel like it's it's uh, it's untethered and it's not all going to sit, and it becomes very destructive. It's very easy to manipulate. Yes. You know, it's just a flood of information. Yes. Um, I too, when I got out of high school, I devoured. I began to devour metaphysical books. Yes. Kabbalah, things like that. Um, in a search for myself, in a search to find yes. my person, me. Yes. And I wanted any source that said they may have had an answer for me. So I, I wanted to read it, find it, discover it, figure it out. Yes. Um, it was a lot of information and it was definitely too much. And yeah. I, I asked for it and I did receive it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And uh, sometimes I wonder why. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Taking the red pill versus the blue pill, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, I had to learn. I had to learn as I went as well. Um, like yourself, I had a feeling that I could be around anybody. I wanted to be around the people that I wanted to be around, but they didn't necessarily fit um, where I was at or where I was going. Um, you know, uh, I liked certain types of music. I, I left that to the side because it didn't really fit my my changing attitude, my changing mentality and, and mindset. Uh, I found that I was adjusting out of a lot of things by bringing on certain types of knowledge that kind of gifted me with, you know, uh, I guess an awareness without knowing it that certain sounds and certain attitudes just, you know, you can only shine so much and sometimes you hit walls that just are in the moment impenetrable you know at the place where i was at when i was young these were impenetrable walls like yourself you were amongst people that were very cynical and didn't really have the right mindset to fit where you were going and and uh, you found a community where the mindset fits right yeah yeah so that's perfect that, that seems to be i think for a lot of people what they need is uh you know support help yes. you know yes. um and that's where that's where books do come in as long as they're step-by-step -step guidance um kids books are great for that at a young age because uh, you know it's a digestible amount of information it's usually like a lesson or two in one book yes you know um and it becomes a story unto its own that's memorable and it's encapsulated and it's you know it's a good time to begin learning those things yes. um, 
you know, age six. For yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as far as uh, uh, your husband, does he practice as well? He does um, this mindfulness grat gratitude right. practice. He was also a person that didn't grow up with this and and found it yeah. in young adulthood also. So we, it's a strange story. We were born like blocks away from each other in New York, but oh. we met in Jerusalem. We didn't, wow. we never knew each other then. Wow. And, and, and yeah, we met in Jerusalem and Israel. Yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. It's funny how life is like that. <laughs> yes. Let's say water, water seeks its own level, as they say. Yes. Yeah. And your, your newest book, um, Oh, don't read this book. This don't book. read this book. Yeah. yeah, what a great title. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes me want to read it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 that Tempting. voice in the voice is saying, "Don't read this book, or you're going right. to learn my tricks." You know. Ah, okay. Very good. Yeah, yeah, the title's very uh, very tempting to say. All right, well, give me the book. <laughs> yeah, especially for children, right? Yeah. Right, right. Put it right yeah. on the table here. <laughs> and yeah. what age is that for? Mm. I it it starts with age four, and it goes okay. up to one hundred and twenty-four. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's for because, anybody. Yeah, it's good for everybody. Just read it. <laughs> Learn the stuff. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and so you have more books on the horizon. More yeah. Coming. So what happened is there were publishing companies publishing my. The first forty book, no, first thirty nine books. Yeah. And the fortieth book, my children said, "Stop with this. We are becoming a publishing company now. We're going to oh. publish your books from now on." So my latest books now, they don't let me send my manuscripts anyplace, and they are producing all the books. Wow. Which is really exciting because they is. they want to just spread these messages even more. So I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Now, have you uh, had uh, any awards? Any what kind of successes have you had along the way, as far as the books go, as far as sales or yeah, however but, that's tracked? I mean, like, what's the greatest thing? I know that some of my books are in like about one hundred fifty thousand homes. You know, okay, yeah, and they're, and they're saving lives. That's what, yeah. like, the the books about abuse are actually some of the most popular books. I'll bet. Even children love them, which is not what I expected, you know? Right, right. But they, they like the guidelines. They want to know what to do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's really exciting. And I, yeah. I just love that the books, are, the messages are getting out in the world. And I hear from people, I love, that's the best when you get the feedback from the people, like people that tell me, you know, I was being bullied at school. And then I read your book. It helped me. It changed mm. everything. Like I became a different kind of person. Wow. I, 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 I have this book. I want to be famous. This <laughs> book, you know, so many children want to be famous. Mm. And this book, so this boy, he becomes famous overnight. Someone takes a YouTube video of him doing something ridiculous. And he loves it, but then he loses his fame just as easily. Someone else could do it better, you know? That's so, yeah. yeah. So he's miserable until he realizes, wait a minute. I don't have to get that outside recognition. 
I don't have to be after that spotlight. If you right. get the spotlight shining within, that's it. That Then your whole life is going to be an awesome life to get your soul shining. Nourish it with all these forms of gratitude. I say, this is our, our we look, this is what we're like. We all have mm. a shining soul, but we don't know it because like, Things happen and it gets covered up. Mm-hmm. We put layers of protection on us. It covers up that shining soul. So what do we need to do? Nourish the soul, get the light stronger. And you may need support, someone like you, helping a person to remove all those layers. But you can't just do it so easily. You need support, like you said. Right. And then you realize that light is still there. There's a, we have an infinite resilience that that it's part of an infinite source. So it's always shining, but we don't always recognize that. So we that's just, great. yeah, we it, it, it that's how it is. I love to give simple imagery so people get the message right away. Right. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, my uh, uh, going on 19 month old. He is needing to learn the lesson that the stove is hot. <laughs> oh boy! Yes. Yeah. Do you? Uh, you're. Are you primarily hard copy books? Do you do yes. um, right. digital copies or whatever? No, it's a regular hard copy, regular publishing, and a printing yeah. company. But but I do. Um, now we're coming out with audio books too. Audio. That's okay. a whole new thing that's happening. And we're yeah. coming out with animation. Mm. My children are very creative, so they're taking Excellent. it further <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Mainly we awesome. have hard copies, but we have some soft cover and all this other stuff happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a, a big fan of the handheld book. And, yes, uh, it's know. such a joy. <laughs> it's a joy for cuddling together. Yeah. That experience. Yes. Yeah, I don't want him kissing the uh, the tablet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> really have him kissing the puppy oh, on a book. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. You know. Yeah. So so that would be it. You have a lot more going on um, coming up too. That yes. it sounds like you have animated yes. series, perhaps. Yeah, it's real exciting. The ongoing yeah. tales, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. Fantastic. Okay, and then as far as getting your books, um, do you have a single source website for yeah. all of your books? Yeah. The, again, my children created such a wonderful website. So yeah, please visit there. And oh, people can download a free chart of the pleasure ladder. It's a oh. really good chart. That's great. It's 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 much more complex than the one I just held up here, but it gives you a really good sense. So you can download it from the website, become part of the I think through becoming part of the mailing list, that's how you get it. Okay. And it's just yeah, and you can see all my books in one place. Of course on Amazon as well, but yeah. Right, right. Well I'll put your uh, website in the description so everybody can find you real easy. That's great. Yeah. You know. And are you on social media or anything like that? Or, yeah. Uh, get the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? LinkedIn, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, all those places. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's great. Well, I really, really appreciate having you today on the show. And, and I appreciate you. We're yay. so grateful. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Got to have gratitude. No doubt.
Yes. It's a great message. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that, uh, my guy gets some of your books oh. and get some good, uh, instruction. Cause he's definitely thirsty for knowledge. To oh. know how, you know, what are these adults doing? Oh, <laughs> oh. So that's definitely going to happen for sure. May and, you be uh, blessed with so much joy from your little guy. Thank your, you. I am. Your, your I am. little big man. That's what I call him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He is. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. So thank you so much again. And, um, uh, we hopefully we'll uh, we'll get you back on here when you have another book coming out. And, oh, um, thank you so again. much! Thank you. That'd be great. Right, have bye a good bye. Night. Take care. <laughs> bye bye.